podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all that thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Yo, what's going on, people? You're now locked into this Nomics podcast. Welcome back. I know I've had a one-month layoff, pretty much. Had to get certain things right, you know what I'm saying? But we're going twice a week. There's going to be episode dropping on Thursday. We're going to keep up that pace. There's going to be visuals apart from today because the genius myself brought a USB without a USB-C adapter because I'm a donor. But anyway, this week's episode is a political one. We are talking the local elections and basically... Should we actually give a damn about the local elections? That's what we're going to be talking about coming up next. Let's get it. Hi, it's MXM and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's lit. Because it's lit. Because it's lit. Some parts of England and some parts of Northern Ireland, voters will be able to choose their new councillors this May on May the 4th, right? So May the 4th, 8,000 seats across 230 councils will be up for grabs in England. We're going to, of course, focus on England. There are also mayoral elections in Bedford, Leicester and Middlesbrough. So then we've got the Mayor of London, Rishi Sunak. They're similar, obviously, in these cities slash towns and they their mayors are up for grabs this May. Now, how can you vote? Well, unfortunately for you, if you haven't registered to vote by now, you can't. There is emergency registration, so check that out on, gov. on gov.uk to see if you can get emergency registration. But if you have registered, there's three ways you can vote in person at your local polling station, by post or nominating a proxy to vote on your behalf. So then we go into the local school or town centre, you you annotate your polling card, you drop it in a little bucket, you keep it moving. That's the in-person. Of course, there's the postal vote, which I think I did. I can't remember what election it was. I did a postal vote once. And of course, you can nominate a proxy to vote, which I have never done personally. Prox... If you are nominating a proxy voter, just, this is just some FYI for the people in the future, these are the conditions that they must satisfy. The proxy voter must be at, at least 18 years old. They must be registered in address in the area you're voting in. So your proxy voter can't be in Liverpool when you're voting in Lewisham. And they have to be either a British citizen or an Irish citizen or an EU citizen or an eligible Commonwealth citizen. And they can't be legally excluded from voting. Nowadays, you'll need photo ID to vote in person, such as passports, driver license, old or disabled person, bus passes, 60 plus Oyster cards. And it's something you can apply for a in case you don't have any certification, I mean, photo identification. Now, remember I said it's about 8,000 seats up for grabs. Here's a breakdown. There are four seats that are held by Reform UK, 25 seats that are held by UKIP, rest in peace. Resonance Associations, they got 112 seats. Green Party got 240. We're going to talk about them in a bit. There's 954 independent councillors and others. Liberal Democrats have 1,221 um, seats, councillor seats. Labour have 2,142. And of course, Conservatives have the most with 3,363. Why should we care? This isn't the general election where we're voting for the MP and then whoever has the most, has the largest number, um, as long as they're a majority, they can form a government. If they're a minority, they can form a coalition government. What's this local election business? Why is it significant? Well, there are 
four different types of councils. There's a town or parish council, there's a district council, there's a county council, and there's a unitary authority council, right? So town or parish council. This is the smallest type of council. You're responsible for local issues such as allotment and play areas, right? The district's council, your responsibilities include the bin collections, parks, local planning, and other services provided by county council. A county council provides services across the whole county, such as road maintenance, schools, and libraries. And unitary authority is a type of council that provides all local government service, including housing. Right? So these are actually pretty important things. So, of course, we see with MPs and, and political parties, they have all put through all type of legislation, but some of them might not directly impact our everyday lives. They probably impact us indirectly and probably directly over a prolonged period of time. That, for example, if there's a new educational policy, if you finish school, that might not impact you, but by the time you have kids, that might impact your children. You know what I'm saying? But the things that these towns, these parish councils, district councils, counties, they impact our everyday lives. We need our bins collected. We need our parks in decent nick. Roads, you don't want no potholes like we're in Surulere. Do you know what I'm saying? These are the type of things that are super important for our everyday life. And the things that we complain about, but we complain about, we think of our local MP, we think of the head of the party, Keir Starmer or Rishi Sunak. These local elections determine who's in charge of the public services and how they are run. From, plan as I said, planning decisions, rubbish recovery, potholes in the roads. To be fair to these councils, since 2010, which is what, 13 years ago, they have struggled with regards to funding. Why? Because their funding was cut. David Cameron won the election in 2010. I think he, I think it was a minority. Was that one the minority? I think it's the minority and he joined up with Nick Clegg. Or was that 2015? I can't remember right now. And because of the financial crisis in 2008, they proceeded to slap us with austerity. Austerity is when you kind of contract government spending and obviously public services suffer for this and they've suffered over the years. Another reason why we should care or pay closer attention to local elections is because it kind of enables us to see the temperature, check the temperature of the country with regards to how it feels about the political landscape. Now, what happens in these local elections can kind of offer us some form referendum of the performance of the government. If the government's getting absolutely slapped like they did in 2019, this shows that the country's not really happy with the government. If the government does pretty well, it shows the country seems pretty happy with the government and there's a good chance of re-election come the next general election. Let's look at the last one in May 2019. Tories lost 1,300 seats, yeah? And Labour lost 82 seats. Um, and this was when Theresa May was literally weeks away of from being replaced by Boris Johnson. If you remember during the Theresa May um, era, shall I say, she narrowly won a general election against um, Mr. Jeremy Corbyn, had to parlay up with the DUP and that to make sure she had a government. She was struggling to get Brexit done because it's a quite tricky thing to do, of course. And eventually, of course, she got shellacked in the uh, local elections, which eventually led to Boris Johnson taking over who then won the general election in December 2019. Labour also lost 82 seats. You're thinking, right, wait, hold on. The Conservatives lost 1,300 seats. You would anticipate Labour have massive gains of several hundreds. 
while they lose 82 seats. Well, people believe this is Labour's going through the whole anti-Semitic, which I think um, situation with Mr. Jamie Corbyn, which I think was actually labelled with a lot of cap. And I'm going to probably, do you know, I might have to do a video about that with Jamie Corbyn and now Diane Abbott. It's quite interesting what happened to them with this anti-Semitism stuff. And yeah, that's what happened to them. Um... So, yeah, um, I think the Liberal Democrats, they won like 800 odd seats in this election. And then um, the Green Party had their best performance, winning 200 seats. Cool. So the reason why we should at least pay some form of attention at the very minimum to these local elections is because they matter. They matter twofold. One, because they impact our everyday lives from schools, libraries, roads, bins being collected, parks. Who's going to be your mayor? Also, to actually kind of get a feeling of how this country is feeling towards the current political parties. And this could be a preview of what to happen within the next general election. So what's the data saying? What are the polls saying? What's the analytics saying? As it regards to this local election coming up this week. Well, this is the first election for new Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. So his first it's his first electoral test. When he took over from Liz Truss, Labour were down 30 bloody points. That is a chasm to Labour and Keir Starmer in the polls. Why is that? Obviously, you had a terrible performance by Boris Johnson, although he got Brexit done, and Richie really got it done, and obviously the amazing work of the vaccine, which was really kind of spearheaded by um, Nadine Zahawi, really and truly, and the great people in, in the government. You had the the decorating his house scandal, party gates, um, all types of scandals, bro. <laughs> Matt Hancock had a bunch of scandals. The Tories' performances were so bad, it got, it got to a point where, obviously, Boris Johnson clearly lied to Parliament to a point where he had to be removed. And then Liz Truss came in, and then she was so bad, she tanked the economy in less than 38 days to the point where people's mortgages are still suffering now. And she got eventually replaced by Rishi Sunak. So when Rishi Sunak took over, it looked like the inevitable result was going to be a landslide for Labour in the next general election. Now, he's actually half that deficit when Rishi took over September last year. So he's kind of... No, he didn't take over September last year. Towards the end of last year, um, Liz Truss took over September last year. So he took over October, November last year. And within five, six months, he's, he's half that. So if you look at the polls, Labour's actually trending downwards. They hit a peak, obviously, during the list trust era. But if you look at their polls, ever since Rishi's took over, Labour's getting less and less popular. So Keir Starmer's getting less and less popular and Rishi's getting more and more popular. And what's interesting is, can Rishi close the gap by the time we have to have an election next year? Yeah, because it's Parliament, you can call election between four and five years. The last election was December 2019. So May 2024, we should have an election. So Tories are currently at 29% in terms of like how people are looking to vote, um, which is four points higher than they were coming into 2019 general local election. So actually, although going through all this scandal on shame and wahala, the Tories are actually in better nick polling-wise than they were when Theresa May was on her way out and Boris Johnson was on his way in. So if we compare party support then and now, May 2019, yeah, Labour 32%, Conservatives 26%, UKIP slash Brexit Party slash Reform UK 
19%. Liberal Democrats, 8%. Green Party, 4%. Now look at now. Labour have jumped up by 12%. They're now 44%. Conservatives are now 3% higher, 29%. UKIP, Brexit, Reform, UK, they've lost big time. They've gone down from 19% to 6% now. Liberal Democrats have gone up a tick from 8% to 9%. So Green Party from 4% to 6%. So... Unless it suggests there might be a four to five point swing from Conservative Labour in these elections compared with four years ago, this will mean that Conservatives will lose more councillor seats, but it won't be as drastic as the 1,000 plus losses in 2019. Liberal Democrats gained 700, sorry, beg your pardon, and the Green Party gained 200. So what does that mean, beautiful people? Well, expect to see this week so conservative losses it's going to be interesting to see how much they lose because that will give us a temperature of how close the conservatives are to kind of catching up with labor and a kind of early pod in terms of early pod prediction in terms of the next year's election before i was thinking yeah the 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 tories have effed it so badly even though boris johnson won a landslide election which should have really kept them in power for at least another 10 years which would have mean what Tories would have been in power from 2010 to like what 2030? That's what it really should have been. It should have been like a a 20 year stretch. They've done so much damage that that massive lead they had like a a huge majority. I thought that Labour was going to be able to erode and maybe get to a minority government and might have to like do a bad bitch link up with Liberal Democrats or SNPs to kind of form a government. Now I'm thinking, knowing how the country are traditional conservative, traditionally conservative, if you take um, Tony Blair, who won the election in 1997, and they were in charge for about nine years. Um, was it nine years? Yeah, I think. No, sorry, 11 years. Sorry, from not, no, my master level. 13 years, they won three elections, sorry. Um, Tony Blair was in charge from 1997 to 2010. Outside that, I think there was like a four to five year period where Labour in charge in 1975-ish. Outside that, it's just been conservative. I believe the country is naturally conservative in nature and naturally conservative in its philosophy and economics, right? Also, I believe conservative voters, and as people get older, they tend to be get more and more conservative, they are more likely to turn up to vote and vote again consistently. And I do feel that Labour have kind of pushed away quite the leftward side of the party. Um, of course, like, basically, like, ostracising Jamie Corbyn, McDonald, Diane Abbott, and that kind of faction of the party. And it's left, like, some young ethnic minorities, um, young um, university-educated voters a bit disillusioned. So I will not be surprised if Rishi Sunak, if he continues to show competency, tries to avoid scandals, which is quite hard when he's in charge of the Conservative clown show, he could actually win a small majority. I will not be surprised. That's my guess. But yeah, people, let me know what you think. Make sure if you do have the ability, make check where, first of all, go on BBC and you can check to see if your local council is having an election this week. I checked mine, mine isn't. But please, I know I've got, I know I've got listeners all across the country. Make sure you check that out. Go out and vote because 
if you're complaining about the bins and stuff like that in your country, in your council, now it's time to make your voice heard. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, pod will be dropping the next pod, which will be about inflation. I'm sure you can't wait to hear that. We'll be dropping Thursday midnight. So by the time you wake up on Thursday, there'll be another pod there for you. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Until Thursday, peace and blessings. Sports Social Podcast Network.